MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcasts. The undeniable choice. It's sundown. The day has just begun. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Yes. <laughs> this is MDN Shows Running with the Times, only on MDN TV, the podcast, and I am Major Daughter. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Look, today we have a power-packed show, but not only that, just right now, go ahead and tell everybody that it's happening, it's now you don't want to miss this. Meet us in the comments. Engage, ask questions, comment, anything really. Because today we're talking about natural ways to optimize your brain, your gut, body, everything. Who doesn't want to optimize their brains, their gut? I mean, life is all about getting that right, right? Well, my guest will take us through step by step. She is a host of a podcast called Uncommon Medicine. I tell you, you want to take a listen to that. Look, MDN shows us pitches tent away from traditional grounds just to reach you. And today we are doing just exactly that right after this. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcasts. The undeniable the choice. undeniable choice for today indeed is Dr. Grace. She has worked with the general public from babies to the elderly. I mean, she has walked alongside dignitaries across several countries of the world. Well, let me leave that to her. She knows how to do it best. Thanks a gazillion times, Dr. Grace, for your time, your wisdom. We appreciate it. Can you take this moment and tell the world who's Dr. Grace and why you're here? Dr. Grace, the mic swings to you now. Thank you. I love your energy this early in the morning. It's amazing. <laughs> um, yes, um, I'm, I'm Dr. Grace. I, I live in the United States and have been treating people in um, California, Beverly Hills, and San Francisco for over 22 years now. Mm. Um, I'm part of a large community of people that believes in natural health before prescriptions and, and medications. And um, I am a trained chiropractor, functional medicine expert, as well as integrative medicine. And I was also an elite athlete. I, I was an Olympic level rhythmic gymnast with a big long ribbon and hoop and ball and um, a professional water skier. I worked in SeaWorld in San Diego and Cypress Gardens in Florida. I skied overseas in Italy for a summer. And um, so I have this unique emergence of elite athlete with geeky scientists and through the years of doing this have come to realize that something that I was told as a kid um, at the Olympic Training Center was that in 10 years from now, 
5% of the foods we eat haven't even been invented yet. And that blew my mind as a kid. And, and now as an adult, you look at the, sh- at the shelves in the grocery stores and sure enough, you know, look at all the different kinds of, of power bars and different kinds of water, yes. and all, you know, all the, the yes. manufactured foods that didn't even exist. And a lot of what our health concerns are now is based on our food choices and, and our lack of nutrient capacity. I mean, honestly, people speak about how we have a food insecurity issue and where it's difficult to find good foods in different pockets of the world and, or even just in your own community and um, something else that's just as important and very underrepresented is nutrition insecurity. A vast majority of the foods that we eat are manufactured and then they don't have the amount of nutrients we need to thrive. And that's what's kind of giving us a, um, an uphill battle when we're dealing with keeping our brain and our gut both healthy and and effective. So thank you for having me on today. And I look forward to sharing more of this information and, and learning more about you guys too. Yeah, and a healthy God gives us a healthy body and that goes for the brain as well. But I want us to park that a little and start with your podcast. I mean, this... This this is what fascinated me. You are, I mean, really think about it. You host a podcast called Uncommon Medicine. What is that? As a scientist, I mean, <laughs> what are we talking about, Doc? Well, I had to do this podcast because um, if you notice, it, the name of the podcast is Uncommon Medicine, but the un is in brackets because what's still very common to me is still widely unknown to most people. Hmm. So there, that is what the basis of my podcast is about is giving you scientifically valid things that truly work that just maybe aren't spoken about much, or you may not have been exposed to, but um, I have been through my years of, of being a physician and, and I want to spread the word on things that have been working with my patients and, and um, are not necessarily you know, the, the mainstream way of doing things, but they work and they're, and they're valid and they're scientifically effective and, and they need to be learned about. So that's what my podcast is all about. Yeah. And they don't have to be the mainstream way of doing things. We want to go yeah. to the bottom of how things were done in the ancient times and now, because these things really never change. But it's interesting to me that you, you, you got into this uncommon medicine. How did you get started to even coin well, the, um, the title uncommon medicine, which is still common in a way, Dr. Grace? <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that's, that's, you're exactly correct there. You know, um, it was because of my athletic background that I've been led down this path to choosing a medical profession that is based in ancient wisdom yet is an amalgamation of what technology has to offer now as well, right? Um, So the intersection of science, technology, and and ancient culture is is where I practice. And, um, you know, when when I was an athlete, I saw a lot of my teammates get injured and have to have surgery, right? And at the time, surgery was so much more barbaric than it is now, you know, with, we have much more um, dainty 
equipment to use that can be much more specific, right? And even even down to using nanotechnology to be, to be effective. So, you know, I, I would I either had seen or, or had half the injuries out there from being an athlete and just realized that there's a better way, you know, like surgery isn't the, always the best option. And that kind of piqued my interest when I, when I was an athlete. And, and as I, you know, I had the really gracious experience of being in the elite athletic realm, you know, when you're working around other Olympians and at, at the Olympic training center, you're exposed to in a completely different level of, of technology and science when it comes to the human body and human anatomy and, and athletic output and personal, you know, body output. And so at a very young age, I was exposed to many of these kinds of technologies because it was just part of what we did as in our training, right? Yes. Um, and the rest of the world doesn't necessarily get to see them. But uh, as an athlete, I did, and, and I, it stayed with me. And that's what took me into the realm that I'm in now. Well, I want us to talk about the types of food that one must avoid for optimal health but first is avocado the number one food or the best right oh i mean really <laughs> I mean, it's, it's up there it's up there as, as a good one yeah for sure um i mean the, the thing you want to look at first and foremost is look at your ingredient label when you're looking at a food any food i don't care what country you're in or what what place yes. in the world if that ingredient list has things that you cannot pronounce because they're chemically based and, and nine times out of 10 are trans fats and excitotoxins or GMOs, you're going to get sick. It's just how it works. You know, I'm, I'm starting, uh, this is actually a, a huge passion of mine. I'm creating a company right now called food fixer and it's a health check and, um, food check startup. And we're actually getting quite a bit of, of momentum right now. We just got grant funding and I just want to pitch competition and, and things are really starting to explode into being able to create this. But what I've found that in, you know, it, the top four killers in modern medicine are diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and yes, cancer. Yes, yes, yes. All four of these, all four of them have one thing in common. Hmm. They are all preventable and yes. potentially reversible just by eating the right food. Hmm. Unfortunately, many of the foods we eat have toxins in them, and most people don't even know it. And so the question is what to eat and how, right? Yes. And that's what I'm doing with Food Fixer. So when you give us your condition, you tell us if you have inflammation or you just had a heart attack and you don't know what to do, or you're going through chemo and you have nausea and you're trying to balance what to do and don't know how to eat, that's what we're going to do. We're going to give you an actual grocery store list of the foods that are most dense in nutrients to help your body repair from your condition. Hmm. So the, the first place to start when you're looking at what's good for the gut is to look at what, what is, is an old saying that I learned at the Olympic training center from one of the oldest guys in, in nutrition. His name is Jack Lillane. And he said that, you know what, if God didn't make it, don't eat it. And no. that's the best place to start. You've got to look at the ingredient list first and you've got to make sure that you're not getting excess toxins in there and then you got to keep your sugar content low that's the other thing that's huge with keeping gut health important hmm. you say if god didn't make it then don't eat it how do i know i mean look we are told dr grace that everything that exists that is here was made by god i mean if you can 
just crack that a little. You say avoid sugar and all. Sure. Do we stay away from sugar altogether, or is there some kind of sugar that we can eat? I mean, what about sugar cane? Can one take sugar cane instead of? I mean, just try and elaborate further on that if you could, Doctor Grace. Of course. Well, first of all, there's there's two things with sugar. One. Well, three things, actually. One, it is extremely addictive. It, it lights up the same areas in the brain as heroin does. Hmm. And it's just as addictive as heroin. And um, it, the second thing is it's highly, highly, highly acidic. So when you're eating foods that are very acidic, you are creating the perfect breeding ground for a bad guy to grow, including cancer tumors, um, excess bacteria, candida, viruses, anything that's a pathogen that can attack you in any way or make you sick, they grow the best in an acid-rich environment. So yes. you want to be more alkaline, and, and sugar is extremely, extremely acidic. So you're increasing your, your ability to get sick just by eating it because of that reason, too. Now, keep in mind, your, your body only needs five grams of sugar mm. in order to make all of its processes happen. Everything metabolic that happens in your body the energy that it needs from from glucose and sugar, it only takes five grams. So if you're drinking a soda that has 64 grams of sugar in it, you're overloading your system, and now you're overloading your pancreas and your gut, and you're becoming an acidic environment that's, that's, that's harboring disease, basically. So when I'm talking about sugars, I mean, the worst ones, obviously, are like high, high fructose corn syrup is the worst possible thing you could do because it's basically one or two molecules away from being plastic and it just keeps firing in your body so it decreases your your normal insulin levels to, um and and signaling to get start going crazy in your in your pancreas as well as in your brain so high fructose corn syrup is the worst so when you're looking at your labels this is what i'm talking about you can have little bits of sugar and not everything is made by god mm. <laughs> just be clear yeah. about that you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no it's not Yes, I, I mean, agree. yes, the information may be downloaded to us by <laughs> and, and chemists. So then, therefore, God told the chemists how to make it. But no, that's not true. If, if it's not something that, mm. you know, is literally not made in a laboratory, that's exactly what I'm talking about is what, the stuff that's bad for us. So um, what I recommend, if you are going to have any kind of sugars, that is natural as possible. So, and as local as possible. So if, if you're living near where there's a, you know, where there's bees and, a, and beekeepers that are making honey, that's actually really great for your immune Woo! system. And it's not, it's yes. a sugar source that's, that's good. Yes. Um, sugar cane, not, not great. It depends on how much it's been processed. Um, but what I would say to do is yes. look to low glycemic index foods. So if you just Google low glycemic index foods, those will be the ones that don't spike your insulin as much and keep your your body more in a state of alkalinity. And there, that would be, you, you know, your some of your berries. Um, and every you know, every country is different too. Obviously, that's why I would recommend that you just Google what your local lo- um, low glycemic index foods are. Wow, we need to work on a way of bringing you once a month here. Um, there's a lot. This is not going to be enough. But let's go to um, <laughs> yeah. But maybe before I even go there, what about the sugar in our fruits? 
how safe is that and how how much of that sugar can we have dr grace in, fr- in our regular fruit yes is that what you were asking our apples yes that's- our citrus fruits our bananas mangoes and well depending on where you are things like that strawberries yeah, berries exactly. and, yes Yes, and that's why I was saying that's that's what's important to look at low glycemic index fruits Mm. because berries will not spike insulin, but an orange will. Like, so if you're drinking orange juice first thing in the morning, you're basically making your body crave sugar all day long because it has so much sugar in it. Same same thing with a lot of um, bananas, especially the ones that are shipped to the the U.S., you know, like the classic yellow Chiquita banana that you see. Yes. those those are extremely high density sugar too, with not as much of the fiber in it to help to break down those sugars. So um, you know, the thing that's interesting is depending on where you grew up, your body will crave and be more most optimized eating foods where you were born and raised. So, for example, you don't yeah, mean that. So when people eat, I do mean that. I do very much mean that. So if you, for example, um, are living and, and were born in Ethiopia, the, the grains that are like teff and um, all the spices and, and you know, the, the animals that eat uh, the, the um, foods that are available for them there, your, your body digests it better. And if someone from Ethiopia then moves to, say, the United States and are trying to eat, foods that are here, that's when you start to see a lot of the heart disease and the obesity and, and you know, the, the, the blood changes and all that. So, um, and, and that's even true for people in the U.S. If you were born in the North versus the South, it, where you were born and raised, you will have a better chance at optimizing your health with the foods that are local to you. When they are grown there, that doesn't mean it's <laughs> McDonald's that you're going to. Yes. Okay. So let's be clear. Yes. But um, that. (laughs) So it it does have an impact, and 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 we're finding this more and more now that industrialized farming—that's what's messed us up, you know—and and it's not working anymore. What we're doing to our our soil, to the earth, and to our bodies—it has to change. And we are not going to be able to to feed the the millions of people, billions of people on Mm. on this planet if we don't start making these changes now. You know, food right now is grown for subsidies. It's not grown for sustenance. Farmers get so much money per different kind of crops, and most of the crops they, they, they grow are wheat and corn, and none of those are, are actually good for your gut, your brain, or, or have that much nutrient value to them. And we're using most of the, our, our farming is for that. So it, it's a putting, you know, profits over people, and this needs to change, and it's a global issue. It's not just here in the U.S. And that's what my part of my mission is, is to bring more awareness to these complicated and diverse arguments that surround food, how they're, how it's grown and how our bodies can assimilate and use it. That's deep. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcasts.
the undeniable the choice. undeniable choice is still Dr. Grace. Look, I can never and I will never and I will implore you to do the same. Never forget this. If God didn't create it, then don't eat it. Dr. Grace, let's talk about... Who was that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's from today. It's my law. <laughs> it's my law. Let's talk about the secrets of uh, gut repair and optimal gut function. Dr. Grace, what of are course. those secrets? Yes, of course. I mean, the gut is everything. It is. In fact, 70 to 80% of both your immunology and your neurology is in your gut. Almost as much as not more than your brain. Hmm. That's how much of your neurology is there. Um, there's actually more serotonin released out of your gut than there is your brain. And serotonin is the, is the, um, the chemical constituent that helps keep your mood stabilized. So when you have depression, a lot of that can be because of the foods that you're eating and not having a proper gut function. Yep. You know, people don't realize that, uh, you know, if you just take, let's just go all the way back to the beginning uh, with a newborn baby. You feed it, it poops immediately, right? Yes. <laughs> that works. The baby eats. And then you poop. And that's, that's how it should be as adults, too. People are going for, you know, one, two, three days, sometimes a week on end without ever eliminating. That's not yeah. proper gut function. And that's a huge issue and a huge problem. So there's, there's a couple of, of secrets that I, I would say, like the, the top three things that you need to really be aware of when you're looking at gut function mm-hmm. is... Um, uh, the first thing I talked about is getting those toxins out so that, you know, the, the trans fats, excitotoxins, corn sugar, and GMOs, that's just, they've got to go. You will not have a functioning system without doing that first, getting rid of that toxic debris. Then once you get those out of the way, then we start introducing more foods into your body that have the higher alkaline loads. So heavy leafy greens, um, I love juicing for this reason. And actually, um, lemon juice is quite good to add into water. It helps to alkalinize when you drink it quite a bit. And that's also great for your liver and your skin. So everything all, everybody gets all shined up from that, <laughs> which is nice. Yes. And if you have access, especially in African countries that have delicious ginger, what I have is one of my secret weapons that I personally do. Um, I take seven lemons. And I take ginger the size of the palm of my hand and fingers, like my whole hand. I'm like a big fan of ginger like that. And I, I peel the lemons and put all the lemons and the, and the ginger through the juicer and make it concentrate. And, that, and then that I can either, you know, I, I take about an inch of that into my coffee cup and, and add water to it to have as a, as a tea. Or I just, if it's hot in the summer, then I add the lemon and, and ginger concentrate into my, my cold water. And it just really helps to alkalinize the gut, to stabilize a lot of the functions there, and also helps with both brain repair, liver, and kidneys. So it's a great little, a great little tip that I, I use for that. Yeah. But wow. making sure your body's so no toxins, being as alkaline as possible. And then the third one um, that's very important is food combining. And people don't realize how, how important this is, but if you're eating a starchy vegetable, or, or a grain, like, um, you know, potato and steak or rice and, and chicken, right? Mm-hmm. When you're combining food like that, 
the chicken requires a lot of acid to break down, like acid from your stomach. Yes. And the, the grain or the, or the starchy potato or yuca or you know, any of those kinds of things, they require a lot of alkaline or base to break down. Well, when you're looking at a pH scale, if you have a lot of acid in one end and a lot of, of alkaline in the other and you bring them together, they neutralize. So nothing's getting digested. Now you have a problem because all the food that you put in, so now you're going to feel tired. You're not going to get all the nutrients out that you have eaten up with the food. Even if yes. it is really great, clean food, you won't extract all the nutrients as well. So what you need to do is not combine in that way. You need to eat your meats with your vegetables, like leafy green ones and things like that. And if you, if you have this more starchy things like, like the, um, the grains or the potato that needs to not be eaten with a meat product or a heavy protein product. They need to be separated so that your, your gut can have access to the nutrients that it needs and use all the enzymes that it has to be able to break things down. That's very important. Hmm. Now, uh, just a follow-up question to that. Is it safe to um, induce elimination either by uh, using luxurgatives or enemas or even flushing, whatever. Is that safe or that's also a no-go area? Because we want to be like babies, but at some stage we are not. What do we do? Is it safe to induce it, right. Dr. Grace? Yeah, well, obviously, you know, um, getting enemas and, and doing any kind of colon cleansing should always be done by a trained professional. Yes. I don't recommend doing them by yourself, especially not to start. Uh, you know, if you've gone through a few sessions with a, with a trained professional, then there are some things you can do at home. And I don't find that to be a bad thing. <laughs> and in fact, every once in a while, getting a little cleaned out is, is a good thing. Absolutely. Um, laxatives aren't... I. I over-the-counter ones, I'm not a huge fan of. Um, however, if you are extremely locked up and haven't been able to eliminate in a, in a while, then I would recommend definitely doing things like aloe vera juice and um, apple cider vinegar. They really help to the motility and to move things around. Um, higher doses of live probiotics is a major necessary thing to keep the gut functioning and to keep things moving. Um, but to answer your question, yes, the, everything you mentioned is safe. I would just do natural methods of them and definitely do them using uh, the first the first few times doing them to definitely go to a healthcare practitioner that can show you the way, right way to do it and the safe way to do it. Now, how about the brain? How does, what are those natural ways to optimize our brains? We have talked about the gut. Yes. Not done. I mean, this can never be enough. But let's talk about the brain. I love my brain <laughs> sharp. I love my brain. I, I want to be sharp first thing I get out of the bed. Um, I want to remain sharp throughout the day without taking coffee. I want, I want that to come naturally. How possible is that, yes. Dr. Grace? Well, Actually, very possible. And in fact, the beautiful thing is that, you know, the brain is a lot more plastic than we used to think. We used to think that, you know, you get a certain amount of neurons and then that's that, right? That's not the case. We are constantly in a space where you can improve your brain output and actually um, help with new neural networks, which is called brain plasticity by doing very specific activities. 
Um, first and foremost, one of the best ways to keep your brain healthy is exercise. Honestly, um, 30 minutes a day, um, cardiovascular activity, but even more so making both sides of your body work in different ways. So like if I left, if I lift up my right arm, I should lift my left leg. So I'm using opposites, right? Okay. And, and, and do my exercise doing things that uses the opposite sides of the body in, in, in opposite direction like that. That creates more neural networking and neural patterning. And um, the exercise is extremely important for brain repair and brain function as well. So that's the first thing. I know people think that that's silly and it's the only thing that, you know, like, oh, come on, if I just exercise, you know, it is that yes. simple, though. It really is. And especially <laughs> doing the, the cross patterning stuff. That, that's, I do that with my patients all the time. Um, another thing, obviously, sleep is very important to help your brain to repair and to prepare you for, for waking up, like you said, <laughs> where you feel sharp, yes. ready, and good, right? You got to get to sleep, you know? And, and everybody is a little different with this one, you know? Um, but I recommend no, no less than six hours. You want to do like okay. the six to eight hour range where, where you really want to get yes. for good, proper sleep. And of course, um, one, of the, one of my favorite nutrients that I recommend for your brain is nitric oxide. Uh, along between your, besides your brain is excellent for the gut and it's also excellent for your cardiovascular system. So finding foods with nitric oxide in it, highly recommend that. And of course, my favorite meditation. Mm. Meditation is one of the most amazing ways. And, and what I like to do is called binaural, which means you play sounds and music that stimulate both sides of your brain to work at the same time. And it takes you into deeper um, theta states of meditation, you know, like the different you know, like gamma, theta, alpha wave formations that you have in your brain, right? When you sit and meditate, you're actually helping to not only repair the brain, but also create those neural networks and do it in a way that helps expand not only your brain, but also improve your DNA. It actually changes your DNA. So the more consistent you are with meditation and exercise, and getting those good nutrients like nitric oxide and your good sleep, the more brain function you'll have is optimized. But where do you get this music and what is it called? I mean, when you talk about meditation, everybody will love to do that. And I think to some degree, most people do meditate because there are different kinds of meditation. But this one that is done with music, what type of music and where can one access this music? Dr. Yes, Chris? of course. Um, you can find it for free, honestly. Uh, there, you can find it in YouTube. It's called Binaural, B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L, Binaural. So it's stimulating by your ears, right? Yes. Um, and also, uh, Solfagio, S-O-L-F-E-G-G-I-O, Solfagio Tones. And those are ancient tones that even um, in ancient Egypt, some of the caverns inside of the pyramids are tuned into the very same frequencies that these tones are made from. And each one of them also is associated with each one of the chakra zones in our body. So they're, they're designed to help repair areas in your body from the chakra zone and from the actual frequency that that uh, emits from our bodies and from, from the world to our bodies. Yes. So that would be part of that ancient ancient medicine I was talking about. But um, J.S. Epperson, 
is an excellent artist who does a lot of binaural music and um, and incorporates solfeggio sounds as well. And if you can, if you just search in um, in either YouTube or on iTunes, iTunes has a ton of music that's that's related to binaural stimulation as well. Oh, thank you so much. So we'll make sure that all those links or those um, names or words are in the descriptions. Make sure you visit the description and read, 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 and we'll just take it from there. Look, let's 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 go to time is not on our side. I, I said it when we started that it's not going to be enough and I'm protesting that you've got to come <laughs> back. You will have to come. We've got to find a way to bring you back. Let's talk about fasting before I go to the very last. If you could, if we could just talk about fasting. What are the benefits? Would you recommend? Because fasting is one of the ancient ways to also repair the body. The mainstream may not agree to that, but what would you have to say about fasting and how does one fast safely, one, and also protect? Because I've heard people complain about how they lose their hair while they're fasting. I'm not sure what causes that, but I'm just bringing these questions that come from people who fast just a little bit, Dr. Grace, and we can take this further some other time. Sure. Well, I'm a huge fan of intermittent fasting. Um, I feel that it's not as much of a commitment as like a 90-day kind of thing. You know, I think that can be dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. You know, honestly, they can be very dangerous if you're just jumping out the gate and saying, I'm going to fast for 90 days. You know, I mean, it's, 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 you need to plan. You need to be able to, um, uh, protect your body function in different ways. You know, it's not just about not eating, right? It's, it's about yes. cleansing and, um, inter- but intermittent fasting is actually a very smart way to do this. And it's not that hard. All you need to do is, um, have a period of time that's about 12 to 16 hours where you're not ingesting anything and that you can have little bits of water and things like this, but other, all the rest of the time you shouldn't. And you know what? It's super easy to do because you just don't eat when you're sleeping. Right. Uh-huh. So you stop eating. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Basically. So you stop eating, you know, like around, um, five or 6 PM and then you can start eating at around 10 or 11 AM. And now you just fasted and now you just completely reset your metabolism too. It helps with burning fat. It helps with repairing your, your metabolic system. It helps with um, better gut repair and it helps with um, basically all like all kinds of metabolic problems. So just by doing fasting in that way, it's much more safe and you can do it easily every day. Hmm. Thank you. Let's talk about must-have supplements for optimal health. What are those? And can we get them uh, over the counter? Ones, right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what my personal ones are. And I don't recommend getting a lot of over-the-counter supplements. 
Okay. I prefer getting the ones that are pharmaceutical grade from, you know, nutrition practitioners because I don't want to have a bunch of toxic crap in my supplements when I'm trying to get rid of all that stuff in the first place, right? Yes. So, um, so I, I recommend making sure that they are pharmaceutical grade. Uh, however, uh, my top ones are omega-3 essential fatty acids. Uh, my favorite is from Orlo. It's a, a brand that I just came in in contact with it's O-R-L-O and they get their omega-3s from a plant-based source through algae so they're actually helping to replenish our oceans and they're they're giving us the omega-3s that our bodies and brains need um, at like two to three times the concentration that a fish oil does so I love Orlo and have been talking about them quite a bit and I'll give you a link to be able to get that Okay. And they are pharmaceutical. Great. That's what I'm talking about it. Um, but yeah, my omega-3s are important. Um, vitamin D- D3 with K2. That's something that I do. Uh, live probiotics so that I can get good gut repair. I do a B-complex. And um, I do also um, zinc is important. Those are my those are my big ones of, of like I have to have those. And then, then I can I tweak some things outside of that. <laughs> wonderful look we are out of time i tell people time is the enemy just hold, uh, just <laughs> one more just i'm just throwing this is the stone i mean is that davidic stone ah your top three foods top three is avocado one of them <laughs> top yes. three like really top <laughs> three like Top three. You have just given us your 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 your, your top supplements. Maybe I uh, can put it that way. Yeah. What about food? Well, um, I would say that lemon ginger concoction that I told you about. That's mm-hmm. that's high on my list of must haves that I have to do. Um, if I have an animal product, it's, it's always just pasture raised. So grass fed beef or um, you know chickens that are on the on the farm and running around all day long that's the only kind of meat that I would eat um, and then I, yes. and then of course I have to have my my personal must have is cultured foods and cultured vegetables that have lots of probiotics in them right yes um, as well as as well as my big fat green juice which has kale celery um, spinach lemon, and uh, ginger, and sometimes pineapple. I'll put some sometimes pineapple in there too. No fried mouth. chicken. No fried chicken. I didn't say Kentucky. I just said fried chicken. <laughs> no, no fried chicken. Sorry, <laughs> not on my list. <laughs> well, now tell us how can our listeners, our viewers, find out more about you? How do we continue this conversation after this? I mean, this was the shortest conversation ever dr grace i know <laughs> yeah there's a lot of information in this in this brain of mine for sure um please you can contact me through either one of my websites uh uncommonmedicine.com and it's spelled just as you hear it uncommonmedicine.com that's my website for my podcast and then my tech food tech and health tech company that i'm i was talking about food fixer is F O O D F I capital X capital R. There's no E in it. So F O O D capital F O O D F I capital X capital R foodfixer.com. 
And you can learn more about what we're doing to disrupt the food industry and give people access to optimal health starting at the grocery store. Dr. Grace, thanks a gazillion times. I've been gleaning throughout and I believe everybody has been doing exactly that. I mean, you've been dropping bolts and nolts of wisdom and our ears have been just taking it all in. Well, we, we, we definitely need to have you back. Must have you back. We didn't get to other things. Oh, it'll be my pleasure. Yes, I'll make sure that we, we talk about that. Thanks a gazillion times once again. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Dr. Grace. Now, let's all jump into uncommonmedicine.com. Let's go there. See what you can find. Use this because if you don't apply this, this would have been a waste of time. So if you're listening, if you get to listen later, you watch this later it doesn't matter when it reaches you the most important thing is to apply 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 and if god didn't make it if god didn't create it then you have no business with it to all of yours and the listeners around the world well done mdn talk radio the mic swings to you at MDN Talk Radio, the conversation is upbeat with life-enhancing chats moderated by personalities that matter. Exclusive conversations to keep our radio community interactive is with you now. Log on from the comfort of your couch or take us along in your palm as you go. Hear us. The undeniable choice.